Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. All right, we have an instant reaction podcast coming to you on a Sunday night. It is my birthday, and my goodness, lots and lots of news coming out on Sunday night. Uh, let's obviously two things here, Cam, and then and then the Bengals thing. Let's start with the Cam Newton news. Patriots go out and sign Cam Newton to a one-year contract. Um, no terms yet. What I've heard is that it's it could be worth up to seven point five million dollars. So that means there's a ton of incentives in there. Uh, probably an easy out for the Patriots if he doesn't make the team. But for Cam, he has a, at least a chance to compete. Um, listen, everyone listening right now should know how we feel about it. Everyone. But Spags, I'll let you start. But uh, everyone should know where we where we stand. Yeah, it's interesting, right? I mean, uh, it's it kind of hurts for me, who's obviously spent a lot the last better half of three months. I've been up Jared to them and how – you know, we'll see a more modern offense and, and how, you know, they might be really good. And, you know, it's obviously, I've always said for years, and I think we both agreed on it, when Brady left, you wanted a kind of a guy who was homegrown to uh, come right. in, step in, and take over the keys. And he could still, right? I mean, obviously, one year, you said up to $7.5 million, probably incentive-based. Right. Um, will he come in and, and beat out Stidham? And it's just going to be an open competition. Maybe they felt that him was getting a little complacent or they didn't want to just hand the keys over, right? And Bill builds a guy who makes you earn everything. And when you have Brian Hoyer in there and two undrafted guys, you're making it pretty clear regardless that you're probably going to go with Stidham. Now you bring a guy like Cam in who's done it before, 31, a lot to prove. Both guys are, are now, you know, trying to show their worth, prove that they're worthy of starting and, and taking over this team. Um, so now, yeah, you open it up to Cam Newton versus Jared Stidham, right? Right. That's true. And that's, and that's really what's going to happen. I think, um, you know, it's really interesting to kind of see what happens here. And look, we we just recorded. I mean, for God's sake, Friday we released our our quarterback, um, our quarterbacks uh, <laughs> breakdown. So of course, you know, they had to go and screw that up this weekend. But uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you look at it and say, for me at least, I'm looking at it saying, either Cam's going to start or Cam's getting cut, and that's really what it's going to come down to. And for the Patriots. They probably looked at it as a guy who won the MVP. I mean, granted, it was five years ago, but he won the MVP five years ago. He he can still play. Now, whether he can play or not, at what level he can play, we don't know. But from a Patriots perspective, we look at it and say, okay, well, we have Stidham. Is Stidham ready right now? We don't know. We don't know. We think he is, but we don't know for sure if he's ready. So let's bring in a guy that can compete for a spot um, you know, Hoyer was never really going to compete. You know, he was there, but he was never really going to compete. The guy that was really going to compete was Cam Newton in, in this point now, right? He now can compete with Stidham. And if he beats out Stidham, then he starts. And if Stidham beats him out, then he gets cut. And that's really what, it, what it's going to boil down to for the Patriots is that, you know, with an incentive-based deal. And look, it tells you a lot about what the league thinks about Cam Newton too. Because Cam ain't signing a one-year deal to come with the Patriots if he has offers from other teams or if he's confident he can sign somewhere else and play somewhere else, he isn't nobody else wants. him, So he's coming here 
for short money, hoping he can beat out Stidham, be the starter, and get a contract next year. That's his hope. So that's, you know, everyone that's super excited about Cam Newton is, oh, my God, Cam's going back to the Patriots. This is so exciting, and this is great. I'm going to go buy a jersey, and I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about it. And this and that. There's 31 other teams in the league, and none of them, none of them wanted him. So, like, take that into consideration as well when you're thinking about Newton's chances of beating Stidham out. Now, again, he could certainly do it, but the rest of the league didn't think that he was a viable starter. And the Patriots may not either, but what the heck? I mean, you have a cha- it's a one-year deal. And sure, if he plays great, it's up to $7.5 million. But if he doesn't, you cut him and you lose probably pretty much nothing, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I agree, right? Like you said, he um, he comes in, he beats out Stidham, or he's gone, right? I mean, it's better. And I like the point you made about the 31 other teams that weren't interested in him. It's a situation where, and I think the Patriots are probably monitoring him and his price tag this whole time. Rappaport did say it was kind of in the works for a while. Um, And you thought, you know, maybe they'd take a swing at something like this when the market would be super down on him. And when you look around the, the league, right, I mean, everybody has, their guy for the most part, or at least thinks right. they have more confidently than the Patriots did. I guess, right? We thought they, they, they had the confidence in Stidham to say, yep, here's the keys. It's all yours, pal. We didn't draft anyone. We didn't sign anybody all year, right? But you look around the league, it's kind of an interesting situation. Like, this is the one place for Cam where he can come in and take that less money and try to beat right. out a guy because yep. it, it's really up in the air. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, I mean, off the top of my head, there's really not a team out there that is like in a similar situation as New England, right? No, there isn't. And, you know, I mean, maybe you want to say Denver with Drew Locke, but they feel better about Locke, yeah, obviously. But, I mean, he yeah, was a higher oh, draft yeah. pick. Second round pick, played four games. Right. Kind of, he's got a right. good ceiling. And and I guess you could say, you know, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, Dwayne Haskins in Washington's interesting, right? 15th right. overall, but had kind of some ups and downs. But that'd be, Rough you know, giving up on him a first round pick. Yeah, right. right. So, um, this is the one situation for him where he can go, okay, this is an opportunity for me to get back in the league and get a job back and go get paid at 32 and show that I'm healthy. But right. it's almost the last chance you for him because if he gets if he gets beat out here by Stidham, a fourth-round pick, second-year kid in the league, I don't know if there'll be any other places. Now, you know, injuries happen, and obviously the situation we're in this year with COVID, something could, could arise. But this is his last real chance, honestly. Right. I agree with you on that point, you know, and that's – and so that's really what it comes down to, I think, for Cam. Now, what's what I'm interested in finding out here is that there's going to be another shoe drops because they don't have the cap space to sign him. Now, maybe if they sign him to a veteran's minimum deal, then maybe they can get him in under the cap if that's going to be like his cap hit is the veteran's minimum and everything else is incentive-based. I don't know. Um, but there's a pretty good chance that they don't have the cap room to sign him. And so obviously this isn't official. This is just like they're announcing the signing, but they haven't officially put the pen to the paper yet. But in order for them to do that, they're going to have to clear some, 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 excuse me, some cap space. So that's going to be whether they're going to extend Hightower or they're going to extend Gilmore, or they're going to come to a long-term agreement with Tooney, or they're going to trade Joe Tooney, or they're going to like, something's going to have to happen in order for this deal to get, to get processed. And so my question is, what's that going to be? And that's not, you know, that may not come out tonight. It might come out tomorrow or Tuesday or who knows when. Um, But before they can officially sign this deal, like I said, unless it's unless it's actually a veterans minimum contract, which would be surprising to me. I know there's a lot of incentives and stuff. I don't know if they can if they can do a veterans minimum with the incentives. I'm not sure. Um, But chances are they're going to have to 
move some money around somewhere. So again, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's a Gilmore extension because he, you know, he's got two years left on his deal, but you know, give him a raise and extend him for a few more years. Now you got him in, you know, late into his, into his mid thirties. You're fine with it. You're like, all right, we're good to go. And you're able to take some money off the cap this year. That's where I'd go if I were the Patriots. But again, could they be trading Tooney? Could they be, you know, extending Hightower? Like what, you know, so that's, that's going to be an interesting kind of shoe to drop there that, uh, we knew was coming anyways, but is going to have to happen before this deal can be official. Yeah, I know. I mean, the, like you said, the the Gilmore extension would be huge, <laughs> right? right? You get him, you get him locked up. We don't have to worry about him at the end of next year. But yeah, I mean, just staying on the the whole situation here, it's it's just crazy. Like I was so, to be honest, Pat, I played eighteen holes yesterday and today. I'm absolutely gassed. I was in bed, ready to go to bed early tonight, and yep. then I see the text you were the second one that came through and i was just like oh no it's on the phone miranda she's ready to go to bed and i said oh i gotta deal with this tonight now so yep i mean it's interesting but it's almost that last chance i love the saying for new england last chance any like you know the netflix show right it lives on yeah, yeah. it really does you have so many guys that come in jamie collins had one foot out the door kyle van Noy had one foot out the door of the league right i'm here revitalize right. their career you know obviously a quarterback and the age is a little bit different and the injury history is, is much of different course than those yeah guys, but like I said, this is an opportunity for him. Hey, man, it's sink or swim for you. You come in, beat a job out. You know, you play well this year. You can go get paid next year at 32. You get a three, four-year deal. You saw these guys, Nick Foles. Like, teams will give out those contracts. Right? Oh, yeah. But he, oh, yeah. he gets beat out here. He's done. And that's that's really the, the biggest issue, right, is that for Cam, he looks at it and says, I have to, I have to beat him out here. If I'm going to do anything, I have to, you know, be the starter. And I think if he's healthy – I think he probably can. I mean, again, I'm high on Stidham and I like Stidham a lot and I don't really love Cam, but I don't really love Cam because I think he hasn't been healthy for a number of years now. I just don't and, think he can you know, throw well enough to succeed in this system, man. I just, I don't think his, well, he's never been a right. natural thrower. You know, he's never been accurate down the field. He's not the quarterback. Right. His game is to escape and be able to extend plays with his legs, get outside the pocket, make those throws on the run. He can't do that anymore. And that's no... You know, discredit to him, just the injuries and the type of quarterback that he was. It's just finally catching up to him. Obviously, he's not going to have a longer career than these guys that stay healthier and, and don't right. get hit as much. Well, I think, I think you know, Cam is a special talent or was a special talent, had a, had a ridiculous sure. oh, yeah. arm. And I think, I think his arm is a little bit better than people give him credit for. Um, I think he's got a really, he's got a strong arm and it's fairly accurate. It's not, it's not unbelievably accurate, but it's fairly accurate. So listen, if he's healthy, he can come in and play well. I mean, they could be in a good situation with with uh, with Newton for one year, and then you in you know Newton gets paid, and then you hand the keys over to Stidham. And and I think, look, I think this year, and uh, I I don't know who wrote the piece. It might have been Lazar. Um, I'm not sure who it was. Wrote the piece about about them maybe using more of a Shanahan approach, using more of a Kyle Shanahan type offense, where there's a lot of RPOs, a lot of moving pieces, there's a lot of things going on. And you're using the legs of the quarterback to be another weapon. And I think Stidham for that, you know, Stidham would have been, would have done well for that. And I think obviously for Cam, he would, he would do well with that as well. And so I think for, from a Patriots perspective, I don't think you're worried about sticking him into a system with Brady where you're more, you were going to change the system anyways to fit, to fit Stidham, who is obviously very different quarterback than Brady. So in this case you say, okay, let's bring Cam in and just see what he has. I mean, what the hell? Like I said, 
it's you can't lose if you're the Patriots. And I think Stidham, if Stidham's rattled by this, then he's not the guy anyways, right? If he can't handle yeah. competition from a guy like him. Now, listen, if you want to go out, if you had gone out and signed Teddy Bridgewater with a three-year, $40 million contract, well, then, yeah, at that point, then you say, well, Stidham's the backup. He's never going to start. But you go out and you sign Cam and you say, hey, look, we're going to see what we got. Stidham, you think he's good? Beat him out. Like, you know, and then, and then, and now you're getting competition from both sides. And Cam knows, like you said, Cam knows if I'm going to be in this league still, I have to win this job, you know? So Cam, you good. You're going to get everything you can from Cam and you're going to get everything you can from Stidham as well. And I think that that's going to benefit the Patriots in the long run. Uh, And then we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. I think, look, I don't love it. My first reaction was, I hate this. I hate Cam coming here. I hate the fact it's not Stidham's team, but. You step back and you look at it as as anything other than a fan, right? And it makes a lot of sense because what that's the one thing that Belichick always says. I always want to have competition everywhere. He wants to have competition everywhere. So when you have Brady and he's the greatest quarterback of all time, okay, your backup is some schlub. Like, fine. But when you have Stidham who's unproven and has thrown, what, four passes in, in his NFL career, yeah, let's get someone in here that can, that can push him. And Brian Hoyer is not that guy, you know? And so Cam comes in, he pushes him. It's going to make Stidham better. It's going to make Cam better. And in turn, because of that, it's going to make the Patriots better. And so, you know, they get a very, very low risk and and a high reward guy if Cam can be the guy he was five years ago. Now, that's asking a lot. I don't think he can be. But what the hell? I mean, why take a, you know, just take a shot at it and see what happens. And so the more I think about it, the more I like it. Am I confident that Cam is going to be the starter? Let's just say I'm not going out and buying a Cam Newton jersey, okay? But it's possible. Well, would you, you be more it. confident? Would you be more confident in a Jared Tittum jersey or a Cam Newton jersey right now if you were to buy one? That's a, that's a great question right now. I'll tell you what, well, I just you know bought a jersey. I have one, and I <laughs> uh huh. I just bought a jersey a few weeks ago, uh, and I and you I was almost gonna get Stidham. Yeah. I know. I was almost gonna get Stidham, and I I settled on Winovich instead, uh, and I'm happy about that. I like the defensive guys, anyways, but. I, I guess I'd probably go I'd probably go Stidham over Newton. And the big reason for me is that even if Cam is good this year, he'd have to be like ridiculously good to be here more than one another year. year. Yeah. You know, so even if even if you have to wait a year for Stidham to come in and be the guy, I think Stidham's the guy next year, even if Cam is a starter this year. Unless Cam goes out and puts up MVP numbers this year and then Cam comes back. But the chance of that happening are slim to none. And so I think Probably it's a one-year thing for Cam. And as long as Stidham doesn't suck this year, he's going to be the starter either this year or next year, no matter what happens, you know? And so so we'll see. Like I said, if Cam comes in and is great, then, hey, good for him, man. And the Patriots are going to – listen, the Patriots might lose tickets, uh, might lose ticket sales, but they're going to make up, you know, they're going to make up some of that money with uh, people going and buying Cam jerseys. So that'll work, you know? Yeah, I know, and it's yeah, like it's, it uh, brings back the Tebow days and the Ocho Cinco days and the Hainsworth I know. days and the I Eric know, Decker right? days. Um, obviously, hey, least... much different. This is a former MVP, right? But I, mean, right. I guess it's five years ago. Um, it's 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 going to be cool. I mean, this year has been super interesting. And just when you think things are under control and you're right about something, it absolutely <laughs> this tidal wave comes and just blows you back forty yep. yards. Like, uh-huh. what is going on, man? That's the way it goes, man. It's funny. Quarantine ended or quarantine and COVID started with Tom Brady leaving. And 
during quarantine, it was all Jared Stidham, and now it's sort of ending, I guess, up here in New England, right? I mean, right. Uh, we're entering phase three this week or and next. His, like, and here's Cam. To a close, and, and here's Cam. Like, dude, Dick what is going Cam. on? I know. I know. Hey, Stidham had a little run. But again, like I said, man, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And and at the very least, you're going to walk into this offseason looking at it and saying there's a lot of buzz around training camp. Now, of course, we're not going to be able to go to training camp, but there's going to be a lot of buzz around training camp. I'm going to be really interested to see what happens uh, on the field and what happens, you know, when they get there. And again, now they're talking about cutting maybe preseason games. That's going to be big uh, Patriots wise, you know, because you can't really see that competition in a live game or not as many live games at least. And so, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens, but, from a Patriots perspective, I think they waited it out. They waited it out. Cam said, no, I'm signing. I'm going to be a starter somewhere. I'm getting a multi-year contract. And that didn't happen. And the Patriots said, hey, look, we're still here. We'll give you a small deal. And we'll, you know, we'll give you $8 million if you if you do a lot of good things. And, you know, give you a chance to get a, to get a big contract next year. And Cam looked at it and said, all right, let's do it. You know, because there was talk that he was just going to wait until someone got hurt and then sign somewhere else. And so, uh, you know, he didn't. He didn't do that, which I which I'm a little surprised about. But at the same time, I think it makes a lot of sense for him and it makes a lot of sense for the Patriots. And so uh, that's the Cam Newton news, man. I'm I am blown away. I'm shocked. Like I was shocked when it came out. Like I couldn't believe. Uh, And of course, you know, you know, it's big news when like your phone is like blowing up. Right. And I got like instantly text from my buddies and text from my dad and text from like it was like it was nonstop. I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting all these text messages and everyone's giving me crap at which which Ryan Karen did, too, because Ryan Karen did, too, because I I was like, I hate I hate the idea of Cam coming here. Well, I, I actually he had Cam and Jameis one, too. And I was like, I had like a, a family guy puking uh, gif about those top two. And Winston, to me, more so than Cam. But Cam, one-year deal? I'm okay with a one-year deal. I'm okay with it. Bring him in, see if he's got anything. And if he doesn't, then see you later. If he does, then hey, you got a guy that it beats out Stidham. You know, and I think Stidham's going to be a good quarterback. So if he can beat out Stidham this year, then good for him. You know, and let's see what he can do. So, but I mean, anyways. All right, let's get into the other news. That got dropped like 10 minutes after the cam news. I like text you. I'm like, we well, got to get in this instant reaction pod. And then before we even got on, they were like, oh, and by the way, here's a Spygate 2.0. Boom, here it comes. And so here's my take on it. And we talked about it off the air. Patriots lose. Uh, by the way, if you haven't heard, Patriots have lost a, uh, a third round draft pick next year and got fined $1.1 million. And also their, uh, their film crew, like the, you know, the, craft production sports can't film any games for the 2020 season um here's the deal okay the investigation showed nothing they found nothing in the investigation and it's really simple the patriots are are now a quote unquote repeat offender they had the original spy gate where they lost a first round draft pick belichick got suspended uh got fined a ridiculous amount of money the patriots got suspended fined a ridiculous amount of money and so now they spent all this time trying to find the smoking gun, trying to prove that the Patriots did something wrong. That's what they wanted to do. Let's go. Let's get in there. Let's prove they did something wrong. And if they had, Belichick would have been suspended for the year. The Patriots would have lost multiple picks, including a first round draft pick. And then more than that, it would have been the harshest penalty in sports since SMU got the, got the, uh, the death penalty. It would have been 
it really, I'm convinced they would have gotten absolutely slaughtered. And that didn't happen because the NFL found zero evidence. However, it's still a bad look. The optics are bad. So we'll find a million dollars and, and, and take away a third round draft pick just for the optics looking bad and because they are a quote-unquote repeat offender. And so that's my take on it. And I think you have to look at it. Any reasonable human being would look at it and say, if they actually did something wrong, they would have been screwed here. And the fact that they didn't get penalized as bad as the original Spygate should tell everybody that they didn't do anything wrong here. Yeah, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's the repeat offender. If, you know, people are dying for this to come out. And we didn't really hear much about this, right? I mean, realistically, it was, you know, it was big time news for the week or two when it first came out. Was that like week 15 or 14, right? And it was obviously right. national news. And we hadn't heard anything. So we were kind of like, then the draft went by and obviously COVID happened and things kind of took a halt. You thought they might get out of this, you know, people just kind of throw it on the rug and be like, okay, this was pretty stupid. We found nothing, blah, blah, blah. But here you go. And it's kind of interesting. It all comes out when Cam Newton gets signed and then this. And I know. It's just, it's crazy. It's, 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 uh, not, it's an interesting, Sunday night, interesting. Sunday night news dump. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sunday night I news know. dump. Usually crazy. it's a Friday afternoon Sunday uh, news dump, but today it's a Sunday night news dump. They just throw everything out. And look, I mean, like I said, there's really no other way to look at it. And, and I'm sure Fans of other teams are going to point to this and say, yup, the Patriots cheated again. I can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. They got suspended, blah, 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 all this crap. And you can say that if you want. But again, anyone with a brain is going to look at the situation and say, okay, they were accused with doing the same thing they got accused with before. Last time they got fined, Belichick was fined $750,000, the most any individual has ever been fined in the history of the NFL. The Patriots got fined $250,000. They lost a first-round draft pick. They got absolutely hammered for it. I think they lost a first and a fourth, didn't they? Oh, no, no, that was uh, that was the other one. Bullshit one. Anyways, uh, they lost a first-round draft pick. Then you had Deflategate, which they never proved anything. That was a first and a fourth round draft pick. And Brady got suspended for four games. Now this one comes out and you're telling me this is just as bad where they get, they get fined a million dollars fine. They lose a third round draft pick. That means nothing happened because again, anyone with a brain looks at the first two situations and says, okay, well, Spygate fine. I'll give it to you. Sure. You know, it, it's different than what people think it was, but fine. They, they actually did break the rules. The gate was a sham, but they still, they, laid the boomstick down on the Patriots. If this had been anywhere near that, if they could have proven that anything malicious went on, they would be done. Belichick might Belichick at least a year suspension. Patriots would have gotten fined millions of dollars. They would have lost a first round draft pick, maybe even multiple first round draft picks. It would have been, as I said, the biggest penalty since the SMU death penalty. Okay. Which, by the way, if you if you don't know what happened there, SMU got uh, they proved that SMU was giving money from the donors to the players, and they suspended that they took away all uh, all of the football scholarships. I think for two years, it was just like, see you later, you're done, and SMU just just disappeared. They used to be a powerhouse, a powerhouse football team, and they just disappeared because they didn't have any players for for like two or three years, and so uh, it would have been it would have been 
the biggest penalty in sports since that moment. And because it wasn't, anyone with a brain should look at it and say, yeah, Patriots didn't do anything wrong, but the optics look bad. So in the Patriots, you know the NFL is concerned about optics over everything else. And because of that, see you later, you get in a third round draft. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's like I said, it's a third round pick. And when you look at it, you're like, ah, what? I mean, obviously they have a ton of compensatory picks and it's not the first round pick. It's not the punishment of the slate gate, but it's just the point. It's like, really? Right. You know, it's just like, you have, you have to do this. You know, it's just, it's just so stupid. And, and it's, I'm so done with all these. It, it seems like it happens every four or five years. We're talking about something else. And, it's, and all the time, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit all the time. Right. And that's, and that's really what it comes down to is that this was, this was, a miscommunication. Bengals, and again, really the Bengals. Well, and that's the thing. It was a mistake. It was a mistake made by the Patriots. Really? It was a, it was a communication error. That's what it was. It was, I, we, we've checked it with the Bengals. The Bengals said, yep, you're good. We said, Hey, we're going to be filming the sidelines because we're following the advanced scouts and this is going to be a thing and blah, blah, blah. And they said, yep, don't worry about it. No worries. It's fine. And then nobody ran it by the NFL. So, you know, when they go in there with Patriot stuff on, like, it's not like they were hiding it, you know, like, it's just not, it just doesn't make any sense. You don't, you know, it, it just doesn't, anyone that thinks it's malicious is dumb anyways, but this again should prove that it's not malicious. And I'm with you there too. It's like, they get labeled as cheaters and it's unfair, um, but it is what it is. And, and listen, no matter what came out, even if the NFL had come out with a full statement saying the Patriots did nothing wrong, it was a complete miscommunication, it's fine. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Pe- people would label them as cheaters anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. And so, and again, like I said, the Patriots did screw up, right? They they didn't go, apparently didn't follow sure. the correct chain of command. They didn't let the NFL know. And that's, again, that's where the third round pick comes in. Hey, we can't prove you did anything maliciously, but you didn't let us know that you were doing this, even though the Bengals knew. And even though it wasn't anything malicious, but we're going to take a third-round pick because the optics don't look good, and that's what we're going to do. Any other team, it would have been a slap on the wrist. If the Broncos had done—the Broncos, which, by the way, you want to talk about a cheating franchise, my God. But anyways, if the Broncos had done it, or the Giants had done it, or the Ravens had done it, or any of the other teams that had done it, that have, that have cheated the rules and skirted the rules hundreds of times, just like the Patriots have, but it hasn't been as publicized as the Patriots have been, any of those teams that had done it would have been a slap on the wrist. But because of the Patriots, they take a third round pick and they find a million dollars. And it's like, hey, what are you going to do? That's that's the cost of being a Patriots, cost of being a Patriots fan. And Adam Schefter just tweeted out, which I thought was interesting. You know, typical Patriots. If yep. yeah, if Cam plays well this year, um, you know, and gets a big contract next year, they'll get a third round pick in 2022, which will make up for the third round pick they lost in 2021. So it's just, you know, it's kind of funny. Now, whether that will happen or not, again. That's going to all depend on whether Cam can be out him and, and whether he can play well if he does do that. So uh, a lot of question marks, but listen, it's been uh, a heck of a news dump tonight. Uh, unexpected show, but thank you for coming. Thank you for coming along. We appreciate it. And um, we'll be back next week. I'm sure we'll be talking. I don't know. I mean, Maybe now it's like we've already done Maybe our stupid quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Like, we got we to gotta digest it a little bit more and have a week go by. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it. Right, right. Maybe we'll do tight ends this week and then quarterbacks next. We'll, we'll do quarterbacks again next week. We'll have to do a redo of our, of our quarterback tip chart. I know. So I know. that's the way it goes. So, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.